0: Committee formally issuing its subpoena this week for former President
1: Trump. Ward 8 residents speak out after the use of force by police officers goes viral. At
0: MPD headquarters, I'm John Doman. Gains on Wall Street. Wrap your business week Friday. The Dow jumped 750 points. Good morning. Welcome in. Two o'clock on WTOP.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage.
1: I'm Tom Fody in Washington. The formal reaction is yet to come, but ex-President Donald Trump is now under formal subpoena in the House. January 6th, pro-Trump riot investigation. The
2: committee wants information about Trump's dealings with key players who've all pleaded the fifth, plus all his communications by phone, text, or the private messaging app Signal on January 6th. They also want any information
1: referring to the Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, or other militia groups. Correspondent Scott McFarland related Longtime Trump ally Steve Bannon sentenced to four months behind bars for ignoring. During a similar congressional subpoena, he is free pending appeal. On appeals court pauses the Biden administration move to forgive millions of federal student loans.
3: Applications are already pouring in by the millions as Americans race to sign up for student loan forgiveness. 40 million Americans may be eligible to have ten to $20,000 in federal student loan
1: debt wiped clear. Not a dime. Not a dime will go to the top 5% of incomes, period. It goes to people who really need it. Correspondent Deborah Alferon. Canada cracks down on guns. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Our
2: liberal government is reinforcing our borders and giving law enforcement the tools and resources they need to stop illegal gun smuggling. This includes major investments to address gun violence and keep guns out of the hands of gangs and criminals. Well,
1: on the Health Watch, COVID vaccine pricing developments reported now by CBS's Alexander Tin.
2: In a call with investors this week,
4: a Pfizer executive said they were planning to list their COVID vaccine at between $110 and $130 per dose once the government supply of the shots runs out next year. While the price marks a significant increase from the roughly $31 per dose the government is paying now for the updated covid boosters the company says it expects insurers to cover the shots meaning most Americans will pay nothing for the doses out of pocket
1: the UN Security Council tries to do something about the violence and criminal activity
5: in Haiti the resolution condemns the violence in Haiti and singled out one man for sanction Jimmy Cherezier a former police officer known as barbecue the leader of the feared g9 gang alliance The group has recently caused chaos in Haiti through a combination of street violence and weeks of a blockade of the country's main fuel port.
1: The BBC's Will Grant, with an eight-month-old Russian war raging in Ukraine and China's 20th Communist Party Congress just ending, Australia and Japan react to both, agreeing to share intelligence and military cooperation to counter China's military rise. Japan warning that the use of nuclear weapons by Russia would be an act of hostility against humanity. This is CBS News. Presented by
2: Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can.
3: Finding the right Medicare plan? Oof, no easy feat. Kinda like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. (laughs) But then I found Walgreens FindRx coverage. Let's you compare plans online, over the phone, or in person. Made Medicare shopping so easy. Plus, I found plans with low-cost (laughs) copays. I can get down with that. When you need to talk Medicare, Walgreens is here. Start shopping today at walgreens.com slash Medicare.
0: WTOP of 203. Good Saturday morning, welcome in everybody. We've made it to the weekend, October twenty second, twenty twenty two. Clear, modest cold this overnight, early morning. Low in the forties and holding for most of the area by daybreak. We're at forty two right now in our nation's capital. Hi, Dean Lane. We do indeed. Thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Topping the local stories that we're looking at for you as we head into this Saturday together. We begin with a new controversy this morning connected to the campaign twenty twenty two locally. A candidate for governor of Maryland is responding now to a video of him accepting a gift from the Maryland Proud Boys. In a
2: video, the Washington Post says it found on Republican Dan Cox's Vimeo account, a man wearing a black shirt with a Proud Boys insignia approaches Cox at his primary victory party and hands him the gift, a small comb.
6: Here, this is a present from Maryland Proud Boys to you.
2: Cox, in a statement to WTOP, says, quote, In the noise of the victory celebration, it was hard to hear what was being said. I was surprised by him handing me something, and frankly, I did not even keep the comb. The Proud Boys were involved in the storming of the Capitol January 6th and have a history of violence. Cox also says, quote, I have no affiliation with anyone involved in the violence on January 6th, period. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News.
0: WTOP at 205. Two men are under arrest on charges of assaulting a woman and pushing her locally off of a metro bus in Southeast D.C. at the start of this week. Video of that attack went viral. Eight people in all believed involved, including teens. 27-year-old Imani Hubbard of Southeast D.C. under arrest this morning, along with 35-year-old Terry Barnes of Wilson, North Carolina. The woman says that she got into an argument with a group of teens around 4 in the afternoon Monday after boarding the W-4 metro bus and asking them to stop cursing. Things then escalated. The group started throwing things at her before actually pushing her off the bus at one of the stops. Metro GM Randy Clark tweets the attack is reprehensible and unacceptable. D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine says this incident has his attention and requires an urgent review and accountability. An internal investigation by Metro concluded that the bus driver did not follow proper procedures during the incident and the driver, we're told, will face discipline. WTOP at 2.06 on your Saturday morning. D.C. police arrested two men meantime in Southeast. This happened late Thursday night this week, charging them with assault of a police officer. Now, video of that incident showing how the two were arrested has gone viral.
1: It started with gunshots, and while police were searching through a stolen car, they say a group of men came up to them and threatened an officer. When they tried to arrest him, police say 30-year-old Tawan Coleman attacked officers, sparking a melee along Stanton Road. Viral video shows 23-year-old Tyon Jackson getting slammed hard enough into a waist-high fence that he lurches back.
6: Oh, broke that man. Broke that man. Yeah.
1: This incident was
4: totally unacceptable on so many levels. D.C. Councilman Treyon White. I also see uh, a police officer kicking one of the... Uh, guys, while he's on the ground, also detained by other officers. Both men were arrested for assaulting police. I know the MPD explains that he's pulling away uh, from the guy with his
1: foot. I don't see that. Both men were arraigned, and for now, at least, their cases are moving to trial. At MPD headquarters, John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP, two hundred and
0: seven traffic and weather coming right up. Stay with us. Everything I know about marijuana, I learned back
2: when me and my friends had mullets. Yeah, I guess I got some catching up to do. And I'm curious about medical marijuana. It's legal in my state, I think. But is it right for me? Where can I get reliable, professional answers to my questions? The answer to that question is Verahill. V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L dot com. Medical marijuana can be complicated, even confusing. You want trustworthy answers without jumping through hoops or waiting to see a doctor. I'm a curious guy, but I'm a cautious guy too. I need trustworthy information, reliable answers to my questions. So Barry sounds good. Tell me more. VeraHeal.com is your single source for facts about medical marijuana and to pre-qualify online, private and secure, quick and easy. Get started today with easy financing. V E R I H E A L. Convenience is why we're here. Trust is why we're number one. VeraHeal.com.
0: with Dean Lane on WTOP. Saturday morning, it's October 22nd. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it. From Washington to Kiev,
2: updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. 24-7, 365, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com.
0: The very latest coming up this 2 a.m. hour on T.O.P. After traffic and weather, where the time now is 2.08.
1: Slower clock drains. Call Michael and son and get $100 off a train cleaning today.
0: Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, Ian Crawford's in the WTOP Traffic Center. And
2: we are busy, busy, busy. We start in Maryland on the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, trying to get from Annapolis to Kent Island. Can't do it right now. All travel lanes have been brought to a stop. Traffic had been traveling on the eastbound span, one lane in each direction as they do work on the westbound span. That work zone is still in place as near as we can tell. Now checking my cameras, looks like we're getting some traffic moving once again as you make your way from to and from Stevensville on the eastern shore of the bridge, but... Again, following police direction, expect delays. The crash activity on the eastbound span of the Bay Bridge. You only have one lane in each direction, so you may be alternating across the Bay Bridge. Elsewhere in Maryland, the earlier crash on the inner loop of the Capitol Beltway near Richie Marlboro Road That has been cleared. All travel lanes have been reopened. And that's now, much again, back up to scratch on 95 and on the BW Parkway. We are quiet. We go to Virginia. Check our work zone on the inner loop. Near Gallows Road, heading toward I-66, still moving past the work single file to the right. This is overhead work. See a big old crane there, and when they have to move that crane over the highway, they've got to bring traffic to a stop. So expect stoppages coming out of the Springfield Interchange, trying to get toward Tyson's. Outer loop work off the, the American Legion Bridge, getting past the GW Parkway, doing so fairly quietly with no reported delays. Single left is how you're doing it. 66, the westbound work zones all still in place. After the Capitol Beltway, to the left in a single file. After Fair Oaks, exit 57 for Route 50, you're over to the right in a single file. Then after Sudley Road, back over to the left, single file past the work heading toward Gainesville. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzball.com today for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We
4: are looking at what should be a phenomenal day on our Saturday. Starting off on a cool note, once again, temperatures in the low to mid-30s in the suburbs into the low to mid-40s inside the Beltway and off towards the uh, Chesapeake Bay. Now as we move on through the afternoon, high temperatures getting into the upper 60s to around 70. That coming with abundant sunshine, so really great on Saturday. Sunday, more clouds. We'll see a chance of a shower, mostly along and east of I-95, but not a washout of a day. Uh, High temperatures into the mid-60s Monday and Tuesday. Highs around 70. I'm Storm Team Four Chief Meteorologist, Doug Camerer.
0: We're at 51 degrees at DuPont Circle, 42 Germantown, 39 in Annandale, 42 in Holding, in our nation's capital. This check, 2 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, October 22nd on WTOP, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this early morning. It's 2 11
3: Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP.
6: We're
2: in the community. Bringing you the news that shapes our region. Listen to WTOP on air or the WTOP app and on Alexa.
0: Washington's
2: top news. Constantly updated 24-7, 365. Get the top news of the day straight to your inbox. Sign up for WTOP's breaking news email alerts. Go to wtop.com/alerts. That's
0: Saturday morning, it's the weekend. Everybody, we made it, October twenty-second. Where the time now is two twelve in the morning. Welcome in. <laughs> A federal appeals court temporarily halting the imminent cancellation of federal student loans under President Biden's debt relief program. Now, this development coming days after millions of borrowers began applying for the program, which offers up to $20,000 in loan forgiveness. This morning, Danielle Douglas Gabriel, a national higher education reporter for The Washington Post, joins us with her thoughts on this decision.
3: There is another lawsuit coming out of Texas, and this one is being brought by uh, one borrower who just is not eligible for the debt relief because she has one of these federally backed but privately held loans, uh, and and another borrower who is not eligible for the full $20,000 because he never received a federal Pell Grant as an undergraduate. Now, that case in particular, from what legal experts are telling me, could have a real risk for the program because of the court of which it's being filed and so I would watch that. Uh, certainly there is a hearing in uh, for arguments as to whether there should be an injunction this Tuesday coming up so we're definitely paying attention to that and I'm sure the millions of borrowers who have applied thus far will be as well.
7: When this program launched, when the president made the announcement, from the people that you were speaking to then, was it believed that ultimately
1: he would be successful but not before some of these legal twists and turns?
3: I think a lot of people anticipated what we're seeing here in terms of just the flurry of lawsuits being filed in the courts. And, you know, there was always question as to whether the legal standing that the Department of Education and the president says gives the president the authority or the secretary of education the authority to do this was completely sound. But the Justice Department did issue this 23 page memo really spelling out why this statute this 2003 statute known as the heroes act was the appropriate statute because it granted the secretary extraordinary powers in times of national emergencies and by all estimation covid would meet the threshold so and really you know People anticipated this, not totally surprised to see the, the pace of lawsuits, but certainly, you know, for all the borrowers who are hoping to receive some relief from this, this is this is a, a probably anxiety-inducing, so I fully <laughs> understand that.
0: The Washington Post National Higher Education Reporter Daniel Douglas Gabriel talking to WTOP's Dimitri Sotis. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com.
3: Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't
0: black and white. Think red. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. October 22nd. Glad you're with us. 2:15 sports time indeed. And Mr. Frank Hanrahan this morning.
7: Another win for the Wizards. Now 2-0 after knocking off Chicago. 102 100 Bulls 3 at the horn was no good. Bradley Beal moments before. Game-winning shot as he had 19 points and 8 assists to lead the wins. Coach kept me in the middle of the floor. Um, I told myself I'm going to get a shot up and I'm going to... I'm gonna make the shot. I mean, that was more or less what it was—just being locked into the moment, staying engaged in the game. It's a great screen. I just made a good read and just try to get the best shot possible. Kyle Kuzma added 26 points, six rebounds. Wizards look to go three and zero Tuesday night against the Cleveland Cavaliers. NLCS: Phillies take a two to one lead in their best of seven series against San Diego. Phillies hold off the Padres four to two. The Commanders again ready for the Packers Sunday at one o'clock. Five players ruled out, including wide receiver Deami Brown and tight end Logan Thomas. As for rookie wide receiver Jahan Dotson, he's questionable with that hamstring injury. Already out, Carson Wentz because of that broken finger. Team turning to Taylor Heineke at quarterback, trying to knock off the Packers and Aaron Rodgers again Sunday one o'clock at FedEx Field. Capitals. They're off on Friday night as they get the LA Kings at home on Saturday. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports.
0: All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, two sixteen Saturday morning, October 22nd on WTOP. Welcome in. One of the top stories we're following for you this 2 a.m. hour on TOP Saturday. New video shows that Dan Cox, Maryland's Republican nominee for governor, greeting a member of the Proud Boys and accepting a gift. That was a primary victory party over the summer when that happened. In a statement this week, Cox tells WTOP it was noisy in the room, hard to hear what was going on. He says he did not keep that gift. The House panel, investigating January 6th, has formally subpoenaed former President Trump just this week for testimony and records related to the orchestrated plot to overturn the 2020 election. The committee says that Mr. Trump personally oversaw that effort. And over 800 ex-cons locally are getting back their right to vote in Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin on this says second chances are essential. The former prisoners have to register by Monday. In the next couple of days, more on these developing stories in just minutes here on WTOP. Stay with us. It's two seventeen. Don't be surprised if you see some rare vintage sports cars rumbling through the Virginia courtside today.
6: Five, four, three, four, yeah.
2: That's a 1957 Mercedes Roadster launching out of the starting gate in Middleburg this morning.
4: We're having a send-off for the U.S. version
2: of the famous Italian car race known as the Mille Miglia, uh, which stands for the 1,000 miles. Middleburg Mayor Bridge Littleton says drivers are hitting checkpoints in Loudoun and Clark counties today before heading to the Italian Embassy tomorrow afternoon. The entries of cars made between 1927 and 1957 are competing for the right to go to the Italian race. John Aaron, WTOP News.
0: Saturday morning, October 22nd, where the time now on WTOP is 2 Welcome back. Glad Traffic and weather on the 8th. First to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hopefully
2: no cars like that were involved in our <laughs> crash in Virginia. We'll start there northbound on 95. After Garrisonville heading toward Quantico, the crash activities is hogging the right side. Single left should be getting by, but no serious fuss getting by, though. After exit 143, watch ahead, move to the left, back off your speed, and get by everyone safely so they can get the job done so you can get to where you need to get to as well. On the rest of the Virginia roadways, it's just a lot of work. 395 northbound out of the Springfield Interchange. Left lane gets by the work near Edsel Road. On the Capitol Beltway, the interloop work, and this has been a real source spot because they're doing overhead work on the inner loop after gallows road and it's a single right lane to get by when traffic moves but occasionally because this is overhead work they'll have to stop traffic so expect those delays as you come out of the springfield interchange heading toward tyson's coming out the legion bridge heading toward tyson's on the outer loop of the beltway the work near the gw parkway left lane getting by over the top of the capitol beltway on westbound 66 still working From exit 64 all the way to Nutley Street, exit 62 with a left lane getting by. After exit 57 for Route 50 at Fair Oaks, you're over to the right in a single file. And then after Sudley Road, back over to the left in a single file as you make your way steadily toward Gainesville. Eastbound, you'll find work inside the Beltway near the Roslyn Tunnel. Just before the Roslyn Tunnel should be a left lane to get by without a great deal of delay. In Maryland, on the Bay Bridge, we are already doing two-way traffic on the eastbound span, but now we've got crash activity and following police direction to get around. Though I do see traffic moving, I don't see any backup down on the, the camera at Stevensville, so hopefully they've got this one at least resolved to a point where you can get by. But again, expecting some delays and maybe some redirection on the Bay Bridge. On 95, the BW Parkway, we are quiet. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic.
4: Storm Team Four tracking your weekend. A great looking Saturday, starting off on a chilly note, but warming nicely. Upper 60s to around 70 during the afternoon with abundant sunshine. On Sunday, we'll see plenty of cloud cover and a slight chance of a shower. Uh, most of that i 95 and off towards the east with temperatures in the mid 60s. So enjoy your weekend. I'm Storm Team Four Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron.
0: We're at 51 in Reagan National, 42 BW by Marshall, 41 in Dallas, 42 in Holding, in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The Roofing Experts, call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300, newlookhomedesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 221. Good morning. Glad you're with us.
6: Everyone here knows Diamonds Direct is the place to go for the best diamonds at the best prices. But did you know that savvy buyers from all over America, even Los Angeles and New York, now come here to buy their diamonds? These high-end shoppers have discovered that Diamonds Direct has one of America's best selections of large, rare diamonds, from 3 carats to 20 carats, all certified by the GIA, the most reputable and most trusted gem lab in the world. Because of Diamonds Direct's international connections and tremendous buying power, we're one of only a handful of jewelry stores in America that is able to offer a large collection selection of rare and precious GIA diamonds. In fact, Diamonds Direct's multi-million dollar selection includes a stunning array of high-end Riviera necklaces, 20-carat tennis bracelets, and an extraordinary collection of rare precious gemstones, rubies, sapphires, emeralds, and even the really hard-to-find fancy yellow diamonds. Come see why Diamonds Direct right here is the destination for high-end shoppers all over America. Extraordinary selection, quality, and unmatched value. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. DiamondsDirect.com. Out to Ukraine this
0: morning, Russian positions in the illegally annexed southern Kherson region were bombarded this week by Ukrainian forces. Ukrainians targeted resupply routes across a major river is what they say as they inched closer to a full assault on one of the first urban areas that Russia captured. Ukraine says there's a strong likelihood now that Russian troops will destroy an important power plant in the Kherson region. This morning, WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green from Latvia explains how destroying that power plant could impact the Ukrainians.
5: A couple of Ukrainian Ministry of Defense officials, they can think of no better way to explain this except to say that the people that are planning it and plotting it are just simply evil diabolical when you look at what the Russian military has done to the people of Ukraine since this phase of its war started you don't want to rank the horrific atrocities that they've committed but if you did I mean because thousands of people have died but but if you did what they may be planning next could top the list because basically if they blew up this hydroelectric dam essentially a wall of water feet high many feet high could just wash over entire villages wiping out thousands of homes and people this is a really serious thing they're very serious Thinking that Russia is planning to do this. So we really need to watch this very carefully.
6: Secretary
3: of Defense Lloyd Austin and Russia's equivalent Sergei Shoigu spoke on the phone. One imagines that must have been a rather interesting conversation.
5: That's right, Hillary. This was the only the second time they've spoken. In fact, they last spoke in May. So according to the Pentagon, this was an opportunity. I mean, they say this was an opportunity to connect and keep the lines of communication open in light of this ongoing war. So there is some hope there that at least... Our Pentagon, our military officials have some contact with the folks in Russia, maybe in a moment of realization by the Russians that maybe what they're doing is the wrong thing. Maybe somebody there can kind of talk some sense into them. But I think this is the reason why these channels are open. And I'm told Secretary Austin emphasized the importance of continuing these conversations, considering this war, where it's going and the direction it's going in.
0: Well, speaking of the direction of which way the war is going, you are in Riga, Latvia, with a lot of global security leaders and clearly Ukraine's dominating the conversation. What is their sense of how this might end?
5: Sometimes the more you learn, the more you wish you didn't know. And in this particular situation, you know, I have to say, while there have been some bright spots and some bright lights, it's becoming very clear that people here in this region are expecting this not to end soon. And it might still not end well for Ukraine. That doesn't mean Ukraine will lose this war. But what they're simply saying is they just might not win it either. It might just be a long really difficult bloody war and that's what the majority of people are saying they're also saying this in part because they still have doubts about whether the west is totally committed to a long term war after the winter making it through the winter is just going to be one hurdle There are going to be others after the winter and then there's this question about who is pulling the strings in Russia and what will happen if that leadership for some reason changes? Will it get better or would it be worse? And what we're hearing is that it wouldn't likely get any better at all.
0: With the latest of the war between Russia and Ukraine from Latvia, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Where the time now is 2.25. Saturday morning, October 22nd. Welcome to the weekend. Funny news, we bring you each half hour at 25 and 55. Jeff Clayball with us this early hour to wrap your business week. Val rallied 749 points in Friday session. That was 2.5%. Natural gas futures fell 24% this week, hitting the lowest level since March. Verizon added just 8,000 new wireless subscribers last quarter compared to more than 700,000 for AT&T. A restaurant called... 60 Vines is opening on Washington Circle in Foggy Bottom with 60 wines served on tap. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News.
4: Hey ladies, ready to order appetizers?
3: Mm, I don't
7: think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately.
3: Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Oh, no, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I'd get 37% cash back on this meal, including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on upside. Oh no, I've created a monster.
2: Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 in the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS for an extra $10 in your first purchase. Don't cut back, get cash back with the free app from Upside. Adjust.